the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute radio. And that's it, isn't it? That is it for the NFL season. The Super Bowl done and dusted. And it was a, it was a game like no other. Mainly because the halftime show was so good. I mean, please, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, 50 Cent and Eminem, please. We're not going to be speaking about that so much on the podcast today. I'm Jay Lawrence. This is Rock and Roll American Football, the Super Bowl edition, the LA Rams winning the Super Bowl for the 2021-2022 season. 23-20, they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. And it was a game that I think is uh, was an interesting game because I think it, it sort of showed bits and pieces throughout the Super Bowl that represented both teams throughout their season, their journey throughout the season, their deficiencies throughout the season as well. I'll be going into bits and, and, and bobs uh, throughout the, the, the rest of the podcast. It was not necessarily the most classic Super Bowl you're ever going to watch, but I think it is one that really just sums up, as I say, their games, their the way that they've been playing throughout the season and the way that they haven't been able to play throughout the season as well. So what I do, I, I figure is, is you've probably watched the highlights. You might have, you might have watched the game. You stayed up late from the UK and you watched the game. I'll go through a few points that I thought about throughout the game. And I've thought about since as well, because the LA Rams won it. It was a close game. The Bengals could have won on essentially the last player of the game. They didn't obviously, <laughs> And there's lots of reasons why the LA Rams did, in fact, win the game. Um, you know, number one, the, the, one of the, the first things I want to talk about is one particular person, and that is Aaron Donald. I mean, Aaron Donald. It's quite poetic in a way, isn't it, really? The, the best player on your team, who's been the best player for years and years and years, who is, you know, arguably the best player to ever be in the NFL. He's that good uh, a player. For him to wrap up the game for you, I just I feel like it's out Friday Night Lights or something like that, isn't it? The uh, the Cincinnati Bengals fourth and one, they decide to throw the ball, but Aaron Donald gets there first. He closes the 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 gap between him and uh, the uh, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, sacks him, and then what happens? It means that the LA Rams win the Super Bowl. It means that the player who uh, most deserving out of every single one of the Rams players is able to get that ring that he'd wanted for, for so long. You know, he was in a Super Bowl before when the Rams lost to the Patriots. You know, you don't know if you're going to go back into it again. So for Aaron Donald right now, after winning several defensive players of the year, after being arguably the best NFL player to to, to, to play for the Rams, to, to play full stop, really, he's managed to get that ring. And that's why there's so much um, retirement talk sort of swirling around at the moment, really. Uh, because Aaron Donald, you know, if he wants to play, we'll find out. If he doesn't want to play, we're going to find out. But... He's still got several years left in it. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But let's be honest, what does he have left to prove? He doesn't. He has nothing left to prove. He's got that Super Bowl ring. He's got all the the awards that he needs to win. So what does he do? He does it because he enjoys it. I think that's the way that he's got to look at it now. He enjoys it. But Aaron Donald played lights out throughout the season, played lights out throughout the Super Bowl. He could have been Super Bowl MVP. Cooper Cup is the man that got that in the end after his two touchdowns. Uh, you know, almost almost single-handedly being the one receiver for the Rams, uh, you know, uh, for the Rams throughout the season. And then, of course, they bring OBJ in. OBJ had a good game up until his injury, which looks like it could be an ACL injury. He goes out in the first half and therefore the Rams look a little bit unbalanced after that. But Cooper Cup showing up, you know, how he needs to show up. 
in the Super Bowl, not only the offensive player of the year, but winning the Super Bowl as well and being the Super Bowl MVP deservedly. But Aaron Donald could have been there absolutely right by his side winning that MVP. I guess that's the only thing that he hasn't won that he could realistically win, couldn't he? The Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I wanted to also talk about, and I think that this this has been this this will be spoken about, but it won't be spoken about as much as it could have been. Now, if Joe Burrow had got that throw out fourth and one and managed to get a, 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 a wide open Jamar Chase the ball and he was to score a touchdown and the Bengals were to win the Super Bowl, then I can tell you that this particular play that I'm about to be speaking spoke about, it would really it would really go down and it will be the it would be the discussion that we are having now and it'll be the discussion we're having next week and next month as well and even next season. And that is a bad offensive pass interference no call on behalf of the Cincinnati Bengals are 100% a face mask T Higgins against uh, their cornerback star cornerback Jalen Ramsey of the Rams now what happens is T Higgins gets that ball T Higgins runs with that ball and he scores a touchdown it should never have happened in the first place. There was no flag. There should have been a flag there. He literally wrenches his helmet, for goodness sake. Now, it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because the Rams win the game nonetheless. But if they didn't win the game, that would have been a pretty egregious error, to be honest with you. And it would have been an error that would go down. Do you remember that? I mean, I know I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. But, you know, remember the, the game a few years ago in the NFC uh, championship game where there was the no call defensive pass interference this would have been worse because uh, again I am a Saints fan uh, because of course it would be in the Super Bowl and it meant that they scored a touchdown straight from it so the bad offensive pass interference no call there are a couple uh, funny calls I think throughout the game to be honest but that was on no doubt the worst that could have been a game changing call not only in the Super Bowl but it could be that new rules get passed because that's what often happens, isn't it? They go to the competition committee and they manage to change one rule or another because of it. It was a bad, bad no call. Something else that was bad to do with the Super Bowl, and it wasn't the halftime show because as I've been through, the halftime show was very, very good. The offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's something we've been banging on about on the podcast for ages you know, we've been banging on about it for like the last year because about, you know, a year ago, the Cincinnati Bengals went into the NFL draft. They went in knowing that they probably needed to get some sort of offensive lineman early on. They decided to get Jamar Chase, the wide receiver, to reunite with Joe Burrow again. That's not been a bad decision. Obviously, they've done very well together. But it does mean that their offensive line was not great and it hasn't been great throughout the whole of the playoffs as well. The whole of the playoffs. Um, and that really meant that the Super Bowl could have been won or lost on the Bengals' offensive line versus the Rams' defensive line. And as I've said, Aaron Donald, alongside you know Von Miller as well, playing for the Rams, they won. And it wasn't, it wasn't close. Shown by the last play of the game as well. If he had a tad more time, Joe Burrow, he could have got that pass out. And you know what? They could have won the game. It does mean now the Bengals are just going to have to Re, reunite almost they're going to have to uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, they just sort of come together and realise that they really do need to do something about that offensive line because if it wasn't for that line then the Bengals could be Super Bowl champions right now I mean I know it sounds obvious but it's true and it's been true for a long long time 
And it's gutting if you're a Bengals fan. It's gutting. It's more gutting if you're a member of staff because they knew about it. They knew about it this entire time. They've not been able to do anything about it. They've been trying. I've got no doubt they've been trying to coach it up, but it's just not happened. Aaron Donald, you know, the best player you know, in that position, goes through you like a, like a, a knife in hot butter. And then that's what happens. Joe Burrow gets sacked, it gets done. And it was throughout the whole game, it was like that way. But, you know, just very, very quickly, credit to the Bengals' defense because they showed up to play. They showed up to play. The best two units in the Super Bowl were the Bengals' defense and the Rams' defense. So credit to uh, to both of those. Um, now, I know this is, you know, not necessarily to do with the Super Bowl itself, but it is something that I think is just interesting. It's something that I mentioned last week as well, one of the, the topics that I think will get spoken about after the Super Bowl, and it has been spoken about already. But the, the Rams trade policy is now going to be, <laughs> I think that other teams are now going to adopt it. I feel like we should be taking bets on which team is going to be adopting the Rams trade policy, which underperforming team is going to be like, actually, do you know what? It worked for them. Maybe we should do it. Maybe we should go all in. Maybe we should be the... Well, who did I say? Did I say someone last week, like the Philadelphia Eagles who, or the Giants who have like multiple first round picks? If they manage to just like uh, s- sell those off, for lack of a better phrase, and get even more, and then suddenly they're able to go all in on whichever quarterback that they want to get off of whichever good team, you know, uh, a bit like the Rams do, because that's what the Rams do. They haven't got a first round pick for, I, did, I worked it out, didn't I? 2024 or five or something like that is their next first round pick which they'll probably trade off as well because they've traded so many picks for Jalen Ramsey, for the Jags, Stafford from the Lions, of course, uh, and Von Miller, who I mentioned as well, for the Denver Broncos as well, not a first-round pick, but still. An incredible, incredible decision that they made. They're going for experience. They're going for um, what they assume consistency, someone they know that they can do they, that can do the job. Does that mean that that is now going to be um, go across the league. Does that mean that now team after team after team are going to try and do the exact same thing? I don't know. I think it'd be interesting if they did. I think it's going to be a bit of a, a strange thing if multiple, I don't know if multiple teams will even be able to do it. And that's, I guess, where I'll, I'll finish on um, today is where next for both teams. And I think it depends a lot on for the Rams. They're both in very, very different situations, actually. Extremely different. I mean, obviously, one of them won the Super Bowl and one didn't, but it also just the future ahead of them just looks slightly different because, as I say, the lack of draft capital for the Rams. Uh, and also, really depends on, as I say, what Aaron Donald decides to do. Is he going to retire? I don't think he will, but I do not know him as a man. Maybe he, maybe he desperately wants to. I doubt it, but still. And Sean McVay as well, the, the, the head coach, the, the youngest ever head coach, winning, Super Bowl winning head coach. That was a palaver, but you understand what I'm saying. Uh, with Sean McVay, talk about him retiring as well. He's not even 40 yet, which is fair enough. I'm sure it's extremely stressful. Um, I, again, don't see that happening. But if it does, you know, he'll go into TV and then he'll come back refreshed in a couple of years to, to, to coach another team and all of that. And anybody will take him. Where next? They've got a lot of people, a lot of players that will uh, are free agents now. The LA Rams. They went all in. They went. They didn't go all in on 2022 or 2023. They went in on the 2021 season, and obviously it's one for them. Um, it depends on which players are going to come back. Depends which players that they can afford to bring back, doesn't it? Really, and whether or not those uh, those two people that I mentioned before are going to stay with the team for the Cincinnati Bengals, it's it's a very different. They need to go all in on that offensive line. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But they do have the pieces, and, and they're cheap. 
they, they got some cheap pieces right now. It's going to be tough for somebody, anybody in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl uh, because you've got to get through <laughs> the Chiefs, frankly. I mean, I know they've done it once, the Bengals, but the Chiefs will be have a, a fire lit under them. They do have Joe Burrow, the Bengals. In his, it, he'll be in, in his third year this coming year. Uh, they've got Jamar Chase as well, who's obviously been a, such a great, great um, position, great uh, player for them. Uh, alongside what is, I think, a really good wide receiver room, just in general, to be honest, in the Cincinnati Bengals. but And the defense, as I say, played very well in that Super Bowl. So what do they need to do? They need to get that offensive line shored up. And then who knows, maybe they'll be back next year. But it will be difficult. Thank you so much if you've been listening to Rock and Roll American Football this year. Um, I'm sure that there'll be some sort of um, episodes throughout the off-season that we'll be doing. Um, I know it's been a little bit of flip-floppy been me by myself for uh quite a few episodes carter unfortunately hasn't been hasn't been um able to join me over the last couple months uh, hopefully we'll get something in place for next season hopefully we'll get something in place maybe for the off season as well and we can do some special episodes i know that i've got some ideas that will be really really fun to do but i just want to say thank you if you've been listening and uh, you can always go and follow me on twitter if you don't already i do talk nfl and just other random garbage it's at j lawrence 91 jay lawrence 91 uh, and you can come and follow me chat about the nfl chat about whether or not you think that this was the the uh the best team won in this particular instance la rams super bowl champions the rock and roll american football podcast absolute radio